Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Life is Storytelling podcast. Today we have a movie episode, kind of a movie and anime episode, where we're going to be talking about our love for Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, the franchise as a whole. Um, That's what we'll be going over in the first half. And then in the back half, we will be going over the new Dragon Ball Super movie, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. I am here with Ernest. Hello. And of course, myself, your host, Chris Pierce. Um, Ernest, thank you for being with me for 10 episodes. Thank you for having me, dude. It's it been an, it's been a pleasure. Like I, I told you I'll be here like every time that you ask me to, and it's been a great time. Like every time, even those heated moments, man, <laughs> it's been great. It's been great. It's been so fun though. It's so fun. And that's all Ernest has time for today. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so without further ado, um, let's go ahead and just talk about our love for the Dragon Ball franchise, um, or where it started for you, what it meant to you, um, what it feels like getting back into it now. Just, just go off, man. So, like, where to start, right? Because I mean, it's it's been a thing like from childhood. Like, like I heard you say it the other day. Like, probably my first like obsession, you know. Like mine as well, mine as well. I would I would come home from school and that's and I go straight to the TV and Toonami's on and thank you so much Toonami. Like so, yeah. Like before this, so before this, we watched the Toonami promos for like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, and um, oh, they just get me so hyped, man. So like the it's that just enhances the dragon ball experience for sure but like yeah i got put on by tsunami and my friends like at school like telling me to watch it and i mean it's just you know you get home as a kid and you throw that on after this long day at school and then you just don't give a fuck about school anymore and uh and yeah dude because you're like oh it's just it's so hype and it it was it's the frieza saga that i remember most vividly for sure because i mean and that's where you get like the most epic like arguably the self the, the biggest anime moments like ever not not just in dragon ball yeah. but like anime period uh-huh. like yeah, Goku going Super Saiyan and stuff. Like everybody was so hype at school the next day. Like it, it was a whole thing, you know. Um, so I think I may have told you this story before. I'm not sure, but when I was about twelve, twelve, thirteen, something like that, um, I finally said fuck it and did what I believe every kid does. Somebody told me the other day that I'm weird for it, but um, I try to go Super Saiyan. Uh-huh right everybody tries to go super saiyan like because if you don't try you you don't know right so um i uh i fainted yeah i tried really hard i tried really hard but i did i positioned myself at at the foot of my bed i landed safely my sister found me she made sure i was okay but i did faint try to go super saiyan and i'm not ashamed i'll fucking do it again I'll fucking do that. I it's been a while since I've tried. I I might I'll probably pull a muscle at this point. Cuz cuz you know you got to flex all the muscles all that stuff. But like I mean, it's Dragon Ball period is just the most influential 
one of the most influential things like ever like like just things ever not even just anime like everybody knows dragon ball like uh we're talking about that video that i saw a while back and um how it's a guy talking to a girl and she's like i don't watch anime and he she and he says have you ever watched dragon ball and she's like well everybody's seen dragon ball and he's like bitch you watch anime <laughs> yeah yeah so like i mean it's it's amazing for sure i completely agree dragon ball was a huge part of my childhood um wasn't my first anime but like like i like we just said a second ago it was like the first one like i got like obsessed i needed to see that shit every week every day um and it was different because now you have like the internet and you have leaks and stuff like that. Um, I didn't read manga back then and there, there was no way for me to know what was coming. Yeah, exactly. Everything was just kind of coming out of the blue. The internet wasn't what it was today. <laughs> Old man. Um, but like you're, especially when you're a kid, you don't like, is Goku going to beat Frieza? I don't know. I don't know, man. And you don't. And like when you're talking about that Super Saiyan moment, because um, I remember it so vividly, and I'm sure most Dragon Ball fans do, because it comes right after a spirit bomb happens, and you think Frieza's dead. You think Frieza's dead. Um, and then what happens? Out of nowhere, when they think they're safe, uh, Krillin gets lifted into the air and explodes, and you just hear him say, Goku! And... Oh my god! And then you just see Frieza's right there, and he, he's okay. He's okay. Um, oh, they're dropping like flies in that shit. They do. They do. <laughs> and you don't think about the fact that death really doesn't mean much in Dragon Ball because <laughs> they just come keep coming back. It is. It is absolutely emotional. Um, I remember just because Krillin was like one of the. I, I just didn't see it coming, and I remember just looking at the TV, like my my mouth just hanging open, just being like, oh, "That's Goku's best friend." What do you mean? And then not only that, because you you have a you, now we know what shonens are. Yeah. We we know like you can watch your Black Clovers, you can watch your Demon Slayer, uh, My Hero. There's transformations and all this stuff. You, there's a formula essentially. Not to say they're all the same, but there is a base formula that you can see almost ingrained in their stories. Um, but when you see Goku go Super Saiyan, it's just like oh. Oh, oh my God, what's happening? What's happening? And he gives this whole speech of like, I am the light in the dark and all this stuff. And it's so <laughs> cheesy. But when you're a kid, you just don't care. It's like, go whoop Frieza's ass, bro. We just killed we Krillin. Still we still don't. We still don't. Absolutely not. Um, I don't remember what episode we went over it with. I think you were talking about it when we talked about Bell, that those, your rose tinted glasses. Yeah. Um, which is another way of just saying nostalgia, essentially. And like being completely biased. Dragon Ball Z is the definition for, of that for me. Like I'm wearing like rose colored bifocals. Like they're just because I am so aware it's not a perfect show. And when you compare it to what we have today, like I I have a lot of a lot of problems with like the Goku bros who just like Goku beats everybody, bro. Goku beats everybody. First of all, I don't care. <laughs> it, there's some interesting conversation you can have there when you pit one anime character against another, but uh, to get heated about it, I think that's a little ridiculous. I may have gotten like, 
I mean, because it always starts as like a fun thing. Yeah. Go- Goku versus Superman mm-hmm. is is the conversation that's usually had nowadays. Uh, Goku and like uh, Saitama, yeah. But and you know, it always it would always start as like a fun thing. But then like I made it a thing with a friend of mine, Tony. Wow. Tony, and every once in a while, I'll just be like. But Goku would be Superman though, and he'd be like, "Dude, no, he wouldn't." And it would like get, it would start getting to him, and then it would be fun. But then he would start saying just the most ridiculous things, and then I had to get him right. So like, we're here in this shouting match, like, yeah, the Wicked Witch of the East, yeah, the Wicked Witch of the East, bro. Yeah, it's it's really that. Yeah, he pulled a knife on me. I'm just no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, dude, I don't know. I didn't hear that story. Um, and I think those conversations are fine. And if you're having fun with it, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it's just it's just fun to think about. Um, it's when... My, so here's my thing on that. I, I don't think... Let's get your My opinion. I think it could go one way or the other. There. There's a flip-flop. There's nothing. Uh, my big thing about it is when people think that neither one stands a chance. Like, it's going to immediately be like a one-hit KO situation. <laughs> like, Superman's going to get obliterated by Goku. Um, or vice versa. Because, uh, obviously, I think we can admit Superman has pretty obvious weaknesses that I don't think Goku, that I don't think Goku would exploit. Because, um, I mean, he's not that kind of guy. And he's also he's not smart enough. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, dude, go stand next to the sun and we'll have the best fight of our lives. <laughs> Um, and that's him. That's Goku. That's fine. I mean, Vegeta would do the same thing. Uh, he would just do it like, be like av- having to prove himself. Oh yeah. Um, He's the pride king. Vegeta is the pride king, but only the prince of the Saiyan race. Uh, <laughs> he should technically be king. I'm sure there's an explanation for it somewhere. He just has a nice ring to it. It does. And now, at this point, why are you going to change it now? Right. And uh, I would love to see. Yeah. yeah, 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 and then at the same time, uh, king of what? Like, there's like, well, there's a few. There's a few now. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a good number. Yeah. We've, got, we've a got a whole line, man. Yeah. We got a whole line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just like you, a show with Dragon Ball Z. Um, oh, that's right. There's a whole. There's a multiverse now, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, just like you, I started with uh, Toonami on Dragon Ball Z. I didn't have Cartoon Network when I was a kid. Um, I was somebody would like watch me when my mom was out of town or something and I'd stay at their house and he just let me flip through the channels and I, rem- I literally remember the image of just I just flipped it to what ended up being Cartoon Network and I just see Goku screaming and I was already just like what's going on with this guy what's happening this channel is for me yeah 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 because yeah. he's not screaming because you know it's never just screaming you see like the the earth shake and like the wind rise and like if they have the energy going it can be like a different color and whatnot and it's drawn yeah. Right. Like it's it's a uh, so I didn't know what anime was mm-hmm. when I came into it. When I came into Dragon Ball Z, I didn't know that like Japanese animation was its own thing yeah, at all. I never took I never took the time to think about it. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like it's also just like oh, it's a cartoon, so I could watch I could watch this because I'm a kid, yeah. and then and then, <laughs> and then it, but then it's that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you know, Vegeta gets shot through the chest or yeah. whatever, all that yep, shit. Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's definitely. And I remember when Toonami had that Toonami had a run where they showed Dragon Ball Z uncut, 
and it's just more blood and all this stuff and like your middle finger yeah yeah, yeah. And like vegeta just being like and all this stuff and i big vegeta moment is when he kills napa <laughs> Shouldn't have to say it, but just in case, there will be spoilers for the Dragon Ball <laughs> franchise. Um, and might as well bring it up now. When we talk about the Dragon Ball Super movie later, uh, it will also be a spoiler discussion. Um, watch yourself. And we'll say it again. We'll say it again before we start that movie review. Um, but I loved Dragon Ball Z from the get-go. I don't. I still don't think... I, if, if somebody says it's their favorite anime, I get it. Yeah. Um, but if you say something like like it's the best anime, that I'm just like, maybe watch a few other things. It, it, depends, it depends on like the scale. Oh, that depends on the scale, but who he fights doesn't. Get out of here. <laughs> it's, where, it's where the wild things are. All over again. <laughs> just kidding. Um, you're not wrong. You're, you're absolutely not you're not wrong. And also like. I, I can't speak for everyone. Whatever you're looking for in an anime, you're gonna, you're gonna look for something other than me. That's fine. Um, I I love Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, and I love Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> um, I was fine when it was canon, and I'm fine with Super now that it's the canon current series with GT not being a thing. But whatever. Not salty about that at all. Um, Super Saiyan 4 was so cool. Anyway. <laughs> um, it was so cool. And did you hear that rap? We watched the trailer. We watched the intro just a minute ago. It's, it's great. It's Ernest's favorite rap, and he loves music. So, Toonami originally only had Dragon Ball Z. That's, like, all we had. I mean, they had other shows, but in the Dragon Ball universe, that's all we had. Dragon Ball Z was the first. That's all they had for a good bit. And then I remember absolutely losing my shit when learning Dragon Ball was a thing. I was like, oh, it didn't start here. And I remember getting home and my mom wanted me to do something like a chore or something. And I was a complete brat. I was just like, can I please? I didn't ask. I was just like, I'm going to do it after the, t- <laughs> the, the after this because I'm like, oh my God, there's more Dragon Ball. There's more about Goku. I need to know what's happening. Um all childhood rudeness aside, I ended up being able to watch it. And that show, again, just absolute banger of a series. And you don't think about it when you're watching Dragon Ball Z, but there's obviously less like, there's a Kamehameha. The Kamehameha is a thing in Dragon Ball, but it's a lot more just martial arts. Yeah. Um, were you a fan of Dragon Ball? I was. Once I got around to it, um, I didn't get to consume when i was a kid i don't know what the hell had we didn't have cable at the time or something but uh definitely a possibility but then um when uh back in my pirating days (laughs) please don't you you can't prove it though (laughs) but maybe i caught it you know on a torrent or something or something like that and I would be the first if I were to, but none of us have wink wink. Right. But, um, yeah. So I got to see it, uh, when I was out in Oki and, uh, somebody get, had it on their hard drive and passed it over and like, man, yeah, it was well, great. That's, not you doing the wrong thing with that's right. Right. I'm reaping the benefits from someone <laughs> else's crime. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was great. 
definitely and then i mean the whole red ribbon thing the mm-hmm. tournament i mean and it, it yeah yeah it comes back oh it's so good, it so good. and then uh we'll get to that <laughs> but um and then when super got announced mm-hmm. i was oh so hype yep. yeah i mean the world was hype like oh it was. It was so like men uh 10 to about 45 were all super hype dudes for dragon ball super i'm not sure on those stats but you know (laughs) somewhere in there like everybody was super hyped about that shit and what did you think when we got to it we got to super i love super i think i think super is great um it's it's a little bit of a love hate thing um I know a lot of people hate on the animation, but I mean, go back and watch the original. There is when the animation's great, it's great. When it's not, it's not. <laughs> you're, you're there for your characters, and they they make sure that the best parts of the fights are very well animated. Um, whether you're going from Z, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, uh, there's even a thing in GT that I will keep bringing up to keep that rep going. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, I was very excited for Super. I now read the manga, and I'll go into a little bit of that later. But um, I was very happy with Super just to have a continuous story. Um, and, of course, just to – I mean, we have the characters back, which is super cool. I will say – I'm just immediately going to bring it right back. GT ends really well. <laughs> GT ends really well. It doesn't only end and give like a sweet moment where Goku – lays to rest and just leaves with the dragon balls and it makes so much sense that the final confrontation in that series is something that's brought about because we use the dragon balls too much and what happens to fix that issue i'm sorry we got to take the dragon balls away (laughs) they use it all the time (laughs) that's the best plot device you can use for a villain because yeah because essentially they have to fight um i'm there's seven dragon balls, so I imagine it's seven dragons. Uh, they have to fight these dragons, and but once they've defeated them, the earth is saved and all this stuff. But then Shenron comes out and is like that we have to lay the dragon balls to rest for a period of t- for a good number of years because the humans have been relying on them too much. And they don't explain this at all because I watched the last episode literally yesterday. Goku goes and lays on Shinron's head. He says his goodbyes to everyone in the series. Like, he says goodbye to Krillin. says goodbye to Master Roshi. Um, he technically doesn't say goodbye to Chi-Chi. Because <laughs> he's flying away, and Chi-Chi's like, are you going to be back in time for dinner? And he just says nothing. But has he ever been the best family man? I don't think so. Um, in any iteration. In any iteration. <laughs> but you it. And it, though they don't explain it because it doesn't really make too much sense that he's riding away with Shinron, you don't care because it's this beautiful shot. And this is, again, an example of them animating it well. You just see Shinron just floating. Um, the Dragon Balls literally see each one disappear. And then Goku disappears and Shinron flies, flies away. And then it fast forwards. We get a last time skip. Pan's a grand, grandmother. And you see Goku Jr., entering the world tournament and he just happens to be fighting the other finalist Vegeta Jr. 
and they're like oh my god you look similar and all this stuff and they both go super saiyan and it's like i didn't know anybody else could do this and it just ends with them fighting and the last thing you see is goku watching his descendant do this and then walk away through the crowd nobody touching him nobody talking to him just reflecting on the series as a whole and it ends and it's like it's perfect it's a perfect ending. Is GT a perfect series? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that by any means. Um, I think GT ended up going somewhere really awesome that I do think stands it stands the test of time and stands up there with great Dragon Ball Z moments. But to get there, it's a little bit of a detour in quality. Is that your favorite Dragon Ball moment? Moment as a whole? No. No, like the goodbye. Yeah. No, ah, oh, man, it's a very sentimental moment. Um, because I've never. So there's two big moments in my childhood that made me realize things end. <laughs> That's one, and then the the end of season one of Digimon, where uh, the kids get on a bus, they drive off, leaving the digital world, going to the real world, and you see all their Digimon because they can't go with them, running alongside the bus saying bye. And I, I still have vivid memories of just sitting there in front of the TV, just being like, things end. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a big thing for me now. I, it's, it, yeah, absolutely. Because you're a kid. You don't think about any of that. Do not take that for granted, children. <laughs> are, you kids? Are, you, are you kids? Um, <laughs> but... But yeah, no, I love that. Um, do do I think that's like the best thing ever? Probably not, because Z has an ending. Uh, Z technically, it, it also doesn't make sense. It's Goku leaving to train Oob. He's like, I'm gonna go train Oob, and he makes this big thing of it, saying like, goodbye, everybody. They're still on the same planet. Wait, 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 wait. What's wait. up? You said that he like decanonized the last. That last yes. part, right? Yes. So what's so what would that make the actual ending? That would mean the actual ending is just the defeat of Boo. Because there's like three episodes after that that show the world after Boo's been defeated. And where does Super pick up? Right after that. Well, a number of years after that. Okay. Yeah. I say number of years, it's some period of time. I'd have to look it up to see the specific time. Um, but what the ending of Z was... Um, was because he fights Oob in the martial arts tournament. I wonder, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's not a thing anymore. Um, but Goku wished for M M Kid Buu to be resurrected as a pure soul because he loved the fact that he was so strong and he wanted to be able to fight him without having to worry about everyone dying. <laughs> and I thought it was super cool. Um, because you know who, do you know who Oob is? Like, have you seen him other than the, the, because I saw some, I saw some of GT. Okay. Not, not all of it. That's fair. I, think. I, I don't, I don't think most people wanted to see all of GT. Okay. There's, there's so much Dragon Ball to consume yeah. that like, I have vague memories of like yeah. some parts of it, and I'm like, did that even happen? You know. <laughs> and then because there's a series of movies as well that are not canon, like right. Tree of Might. Um, yeah, Tree of Might is so great. Tree of Might is great. And that's like the one like Goku lookalike that we don't really know why. Because <laughs> he's not related to Goku, the villain of that movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about Bardock. No. That's another good movie. Tree of Might is... they. 
Bardock. Bardock, the father of Goku. That's literally the name of the movie. I have a Steelbook double feature edition that has Bardock, father of Goku, and history of Trunks. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that Tsunami showed a couple of Dragon Ball movies. They did. I'm, I know for sure they showed history of Trunks. I don't know if they showed Bardock. Bardock. But um, they definitely, that's how I saw Tree of Might. I think that's how I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, one of the villains in Tree of Might is just literally a Goku lookalike. I don't remember his name. Um, again, it's not canon. <laughs> uh, but he just looks like Goku. He has the same hair and everything. But they've got some cool movies, for sure. Yeah, no, that's not a hate. I mean, Tree of Might's amazing. Because yeah, yeah. that's, so along with my thing about Dragon Ball, I mean, Tree of Might's pretty much just martial arts. Mm. And it's amazing. And so the purist in me or like i guess my clo- like i just me being an old man liking the way things used to be um my one of my favorite things about trio might is the fact that the highest level is ko ken when he just has the red glow it's not a super saiyan thing um and that that's just a special because now like you have seven-year-olds going super saiyan and i don't hate that i i fully embrace goten and trunks go tanks um yeah, absolutely. I know you love Gotenks, bro. And we'll definitely get into Gotenks when we get into the movie. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, man. <laughs> but, um, so the way Z ended was Oob was fighting Goku in the world tournament. And then whoever wins, I don't remember, but it doesn't end up mattering. Goku has decided that he's going to leave everybody, everything he knows to go train Oob to essentially be his successor. Um, but I mean, you, you also kind of know that like, he just wants Oob to be stronger and he's like, Oh, I can't wait to fight you, bro. Uh, but like literally all of the, the dude has instant transmission and he says goodbye to his family and everything is like, I, and it makes I'm it exactly. Cause he says, exactly dude you can come home for food you can come home for any of this and uh it's just this big old goodbye um that's why i like the gt goodbye a little bit more uh and it again doesn't make much sense but it has goku actually leaving and it's a goodbye that's a goodbye and literally the last image is just it has nothing to do with like the story or anything it just shows goku in the air saying bye and that meant a lot to me as a kid because goku's like your hero as a child you don't you don't think about anything it's just like this guy can beat anybody and then he says goodbye, and we're back at it. Things end. <laughs> um, but here we are at Super. Some things have been retconned, and though I'm not super happy about the things that have been retconned, I'm happy with what we have in Super. Um, I don't think all of it is necessarily flawless, but if you look at any of the Dragon Ball series, there's not. it's not all just gold. Um, but no matter what, we end up getting tournament of power, which is the best thing out of super and tournament of power is phenomenal. It's so good. It has all the fights you could want. They definitely double down on the whole time limit thing for dragon ball. Cause that whole tournament was 45 minutes. That arc went on for like two years. (laughs) And that's the thing with dragon ball that, Every, that the one thing that's the glaring yeah. problem with it is that it it can drag. It can drag. It can drag. Like they will stretch what I believe is like ten se- ten seconds or something like that into ten episodes. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it feels like that sometimes. And they'll just stand there and be powering up and do all the monologuing. Yep. Is is the thing but like, and but it's also it's also so hype, yeah, yeah, and and it's hard to defend and it's hard to attack because like that's the formula that did it, yeah, definitely. If it came out now, I don't know. Does One Piece still do a lot of monologuing? Now hold on, One Piece isn't part of this. You leave One Piece out of this show. I'm just kidding. No, no, I know what you mean. Um, One Piece is so yes and no. It's evolved as it's gotten older or gotten. Yeah, like it it was in the same position as Dragon Ball, you could say, in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of the issues you could even ask people who consistently watch the show from beginning to end um, would say is the pacing in the show is a lot different than like just reading the manga. Oh, okay. And then, I mean, but I believe, like, you take Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and you look at the pacing then mm-hmm. compared to what they're doing with Super. Mm-hmm. Like, Super might feel a little bit drawn out, but it's nowhere near what they yeah. used yeah. to do, though. It's yeah. 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 They've been evolving with the rest of the folks. And that actually is a good segue. So I am going to talk about a little bit about the manga here. I won't spoil it. Um, my buddy here, Ernest, has not read any of it. The last thing he saw was the Tournament of Power. Um, but the manga has been going on all these years since it wrapped and they just released a big chapter, um, that has, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> they just released a big chapter and they're going to be taking a hiatus. Uh, we don't know how long to, um, prepare for the next arc. Um, a lot of like, and this ties into watching super compared to Dragon Ball Z as well. It's an evolution. Like, you see a lot of things change storytelling-wise. Um, like, when you do the Frieza saga and the Cell saga next to each other, yeah. they're almost not connected. Obviously, at the beginning of the... Fr- well, technically, you have the Android saga, but it's amassed. And, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, you have literally Frieza show up at the beginning of what is what we would call the Cell saga. because uh, yeah, yeah, because you get future, future trunks... He just, and it's, you want to talk about hype moments. We had a whole arc about people not being able to beat Frieza. Goku just like fighting so hard to do it. And then this kid, you don't even know who he is, who wears a jacket that doesn't fit him, just cuts him in half and then blows him to pieces and he's gone. He's absolutely gone. And then he does the same thing to his dad. Like it's no time flat. And I remember being a kid just being like, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know. Go. Vegeta's over there with his Batman shirt. It's. It's oh, a whole. Yeah. <laughs> I, love that shirt. I do too. I do too. Um, but then you get this whole thing about being like, and the way Future Trunks is implemented is so cool. And it's like, oh, well, that wonderful reveal of being like, Bulma's my mom. Wait, but you just said Vegeta's your. <gasps> and then. <laughs> And then I love that they intrude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also because Piccolo is super hearing with his big ears, and he heard the whole thing because he's telling it to Goku, of course. And then out of nowhere, um, Trunks has to be like, "Hey, um, you're gonna have a heart disease. Here's some medicine from the future, just for when that hits." Uh, it's such a weird plot. Such a weird plot. It is, um, but. 
I want to res- I I still respect it because I imagine that was Toriyama fighting to make sure other characters got time, other than Goku, which can be a big struggle, especially for Dragon Ball, because um, you have Goku at the front so much. And to be fair, there was it was all Goku for a good while there. Yeah, Dragon Ball. Yeah, it it was Goku Frieza one v one for like a whole arcs worth. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and then there's so much more art. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I definitely appreciate. And then, of course, when you get to the cell fight, which is just the fact that you have the epic moment between Goku and Frieza to get something just like the same level of epicness. Some people would argue more. Um, when you get that final, what's known as the father son Kamehameha against Cell, it's fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. It's so good, dude. And it just, it feels right. That whole fight. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Okay, so. Just Gohan, bro. Yeah, uh, dude. The Super, when it's like Super Saiyan's nothing anymore. We have Super Saiyan 2. Let's not talk about Gohan's arcs yet. On, yeah, we're also, right after this is the Boo Saga. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. But I was talking about how, like, I had this existential moment when these these shows ended. Um, my first time experiencing anything with, like, a character's death and feeling it was when Goku transported blowing up Cell off the planet and is like, I'm gone. And again, I was a kid. I didn't think about Dragon Balls. People keep coming the fuck back. Like, it, whatever. Um, it didn't lessen any of that for me. And I was just like, Goku's dead. And this is it. You're worthless. I'm just kidding. It's nice to have that. It is. Yeah. Uh, um, but obviously, it's not like, like it's not like you're in your 30s now and being like, oh, my God, we die. <laughs> but there, that just that really stuck out for me because it's not only it was such an obsession for me. And then you get to that moment and you're just like and it's not only the fact that you death is a thing in front of you, but it's like this guy's my hero. Exactly, and exactly, dude. Oh man, oh man, poor Ned. That's so gruesome. Um, but uh, the way this because these are the way the shows end. Um, you have the final fight; it ends, and you have a few episodes after, which did happen with the Boo Saga, but they cut that out. <laughs> um, but uh, then they end it with um. They, they they talk about trying to bring Goku back with the Dragon Balls. He says no. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it falls under the lines because you can only be wished back with the Dragon Balls twice. And I'm pretty sure he's exceeded that. Or he says he doesn't want to. I don't remember specifically. But I remember just staring off. Like, I laid in my bed. And I, I had one of those, those ceilings that I think a lot of us did have with the glow-in-the-dark stars. And I just stared off into what I now see as the void. <laughs> and I was just like, he's dead. Um, and it was after that. And I told you about this after the movie theater, uh, after we saw the Dragon Ball movie, I started finding Dragon Ball VHSs and I found out about the Boo Saga before it came on to Toonami. And I was like, Oh, we have more Goku. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, but before we get into the Boo Saga, do you, how much do you remember it? Of Boo? Yeah. I, out of the other arcs in Dragon Ball Z, I probably remember Boo the least. Actually, it's kind of funny because it was the most recent out of those. Yeah, it was the most recent, but I think that's also when I was like most distracted in life. That's fair. You're older. Yeah, I was like an older teenager, mm-hmm. so I I don't know, girls and basketball, 
stuff like that. Sports? And then and then once I got a computer, I pirated it. <laughs> so I mean, and then I watched it the one time, but. Back then, while I was watching one anime, I was, like, downloading another one yeah. and, like, had one on deck. So, like, I finished it, and then I just kept going. Kept you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I saw that once. I probably saw Frieza. I mean, I've seen the same saga two or three times, or at least, like, enough of it to say two or three times. I've seen Frieza about that many times. Mm-hmm. Cell, I remember sort of kind of vividly ish and then and then boo was just that like one time so i remember my majin vegeta though everyone remembers majin vegeta <laughs> what i want to ask about the cell saga real quick do you remember the hyperbolic time chamber no that's boo that's boo no it's both it's they because they do it to train for that's when goku trains to stay super saiyan um i was <laughs> just making sure man you tr- you can train for a day in the real world but it's a whole year in there um <laughs> um oh that's right and then i think they do it in super but they actually have beards and stuff it's amazing yeah i remember that being a little big inter- internet moment um oh, i should have made you look at it before so do you remember Picture it in your mind. Let's see if you remember. And the worst thing GT did was cut Vegeta's hair in half, gave him a mustache. Oh, I think I've seen memes. And he wore leather pants. More than. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I don't have a visual. I'll have to show you an image, man. It is. It is the op. So it's not the kind of iconic you want from Dragon Ball. <laughs> but it, it is definitely a low point for the Prince of All Saiyans. He loses it. He gets rid of the mustache later. Um, and I think it's pretty funny the way they do that, too. But I'm jumping around a lot. Because um, I originally brought up the Cell Saga being like, let's talk about the how Toriyama's evolved as a storyteller. Um, but we're at the Boo Saga. It works. So everyone, I think, expected to get the Boo Saga, to get, like, the Gohan, a badass version of Gohan that we we were kind of teased yeah, with. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't think there's any issue, or I don't think there should be any, I, I don't have any issue with the way the Boo Saga starts. Because, um, I mean, it, I think it makes complete sense that he went back to studying afterwards. Goku wasn't there, and he was living with his mother, who made him study his whole damn life. Um <laughs> But he just definitely didn't blossom further as a fighter. Um, but I definitely, my one of my favorite things about the Buu Saga is just that period of time. Because Goku stays dead for a good bit. Um, you get Gohan, you get this weird, because Goten's another weird plot thing. <laughs> you don't have to have Goten in there. I love him. No, I love him. I love Goten. And when you get the Gohan, Goten moments, precious to me. Um but there's no point in the Cell Saga that it's just like, oh, she's pregnant with another kid. It happens when you go into the Boo Saga and it's just like, oh, that kid's been born. <laughs> and I remember being excited because he just looks like little Goku. Yeah. He just has the hair. And I'm just like, I love you. Yeah. You're you're accepted. You're part of the family. Um, and of course, that leads to a wonderful dynamic between him and Trunks. Um, it's wonderful. You're and. <laughs> And he learned, and then there's a whole thing about Goten learning how to go Super Saiyan before learning how to fly, which I mean, 
that can kind of come up when we talk about the movie later. Um, cause learning how to fly is not super easy for the younger, younger generation of saints. Um, but then of course we get another moment of, we were talking about the time and how time passes in Dragon Ball Z. Goku gets allotted 24 hours to come back to earth. Um, I guess cause of good behavior. And he, with that 24 hours, of course he comes back for the world martial arts tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Not his kid's birthday. Um, not the birth of his son. <laughs> it's it is um, it is the World Martial Arts Tournament. Granted, I don't know if you remember it, and maybe you should have looked it up before this. The moment where Goku meets Goten is actually very sweet. Because no, Goten's super shy when Goku shows up, and you see both of them in the way they're animated. It's not like, oh, which one's my dad? <laughs> um goten's hiding behind i think it's chi chi or gohan and then goku's just like come here little guy and me as a person who grew up without a dad i was just like oh this hits <laughs> but then he runs up to him goku picks him up and i mean that's the last i can't remember a time after that that he was really fatherly to goten <laughs> can you no yeah I'd, i mean that's kind of just goku's thing He's never like an abusive father, but he's just not really there. Um, absent. Even even when he is alive, he's, he's somewhat absent. Dead or alive. Yeah, he's yep, yep. He puts the earth first, and he just wants to fight. He just wants to fight the strongest people. Um, but I don't. I don't need to go into the whole Boo saga <laughs> in detail. Um, but it's. It's the first time you really get aged up, everybody. Gohan's an, a, a young adult. Well, he's a teenager. He's in high school. He just, uh, in pure anime, shown in fashion, he looks like he's fuck, like fucking 20. <laughs> well, I mean, he's also been like working out his whole life. That's true. That is true. Um, and as they bring up in the movie, and it's it's a thing in the series as well, um, Saiyans stay really small for a period of time, and then they had a growth spurt. Except Vegeta's really short for a Saiyan. <laughs> It's great. Yeah. It's precious. Talk about it. <laughs> I think he, he's earned it. He wouldn't want us to. He wouldn't want us nah. to. Um, but so with the Boo Saga going into Super, um, I do think you see a little bit of a change in the way Toriyama tells his story. Uh, I, I do think I never want to say he's bad at world building because I mean the Dragon Ball world, the lore, all that stuff. It's great. I have more to say on this than I thought I did when I stopped you. Um, I guess he doesn't, but I hadn't really thought about it before. And so you said it just right now, but he really does just focus on his characters and like, fuck whatever else is going on in the rest of the world. Every once in a while we get like a new segment or something, but it just, it only focuses on characters. Like you don't know anything else that's going on in that world. Like, like, they used to have flying cars. I don't know what happened. But then they also have cars, like, in the streets. I mean, that makes sense. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it's implausible. I'm not saying it's implausible or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, you know. we. I don't don't know anything about the Earth that Dragon Ball exists on. Yeah. At all. Wow. Holy shit. So that's a weird thing to bring up because I'm talking about how he is good at world building. (laughs) I do think it's more of a thing in Dragon Ball um, because it's Goku actually traveling around the world. Um, 
I say around the world. It is around the world. He visits visits like different countries and stuff. Um, but when you get to like Dragon Ball Z, he leaves the planet. <laughs> Right. So he's on another world, but at the same time, that is still world building. Like you know, Namek's there. Yeah, Namek has its own dragon that can grant three wishes. Um, Earth only has one. Dra- Earth has a different looking dragon that could only grant one wish, um, but is able to get improved. They have Pick the Namekians. Yeah. Yeah. And you know about the Saiyans. Yeah. And I will say, talking me through it. Talking me through it. <laughs> so they also just introduced another race in the um, in the manga uh, of people that were, because you know, um, in Dragon Ball Z, the Saiyans were essentially working for Frieza right. to conquer planets for him. Right. Um, and it's and it's it's an interesting dynamic to have a character of a surviving race of people that was from one of those planets. Like the Saiyans attacked them, so he has a perfectly valid reason to hate Saiyans. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and I, that's just an example, uh, not not to spoil anything, but just there, he's getting better with the world building. Mm-hmm. Um, and like bringing stuff back. Yes, because um, you you've seen the Broly movie, right? Um, that's the first time in canon that you actually see a bit of a glimpse of Goku's father. Not only that, you see Goku's mother. <laughs> um, and I will say, you will learn more about them. At least the dad. I, I, I don't know much more about the mom, but you learn more about Bardock and stuff. Um, and I, I think it's cool that he's trying to implement these things. When you have... Because <clears throat> this show started so long ago, it does seem a little odd to just now be getting to these changes. <laughs> but at the same time, this is my love-hate thing. I'm glad he's doing it. It just feels awkward right now. Because doing it right now makes it seem like, because um, you know Naruto has Boruto. Um, my my reason for loving One Piece is the fact that it didn't do the thing where it ended and then made itself come back. It's just telling it's one continuous story, yeah. and that looks so good for them. Boruto is Bor- we're not going to go into that. Uh, <laughs> um, but right now it does just kind of feel like Toriyama's trying to stay relevant kind of stay in the conversation and there's nothing wrong with that either um i think dragon ball perfectly it, it deserves to be in that conversation it's still it's still going strong though exactly yeah like fandom i can't yeah i and i mean i think the fandom's bigger than ever yeah for sure because i mean people introducing it to the kids yeah kids are totally on board and stuff mine but i don't think a lot of kids are going to say that's their favorite right right yeah, kids are probably more into My Hero, Demon Slayer, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That those are like the usual ones that I hear. I'm still so proud of my son for saying Hunter X Hunter. Shout out to Jace. That is just, that is amazing. Hey, that's my that is, baby. Because we could do a whole thing about Hunter Hunter. I, I think I think it is one of the best things out there. It is just very unfortunate what's going on with the creator. Um, he because li- he's creating more chapters, but he literally just released an update saying like he can't even draw anymore. And I mean shit happens and then you get to berserk berserk and the creator's dead um just to touch on a couple of really sad things right there um but back to dragon ball um pause to cry, <laughs> pause to cry. <laughs> but though to- it does feel like toriyama's trying to stay relevant um with the way the last arc ended i'm actually pretty curious where we're going because yeah. i will say without giving spoilers there's no moment that rivals the tournament of power for me 
that's happened in the manga yet. Yeah, um, but with the way the last one ended, it lives, li- leaves off on kind of a cliffhanger. Um, and I'm, I'm super curious where we're going to go from here. I'm also curious when we're going to get an actual anime back. Because <laughs> we have multiple arcs under our belt on the manga side. Like maybe, I don't know, because Resurrection F was... it, But it was, that's canon, right? I know we had this conversation outside the theater. But... But yeah, so it's that's canon. So is superhero going to be canon? Because if so, then that's like- it is believed to be. I have not seen an official statement. Um, because it is believed that Broly is canon, right. and Broly is in it. If yeah, the, so this would be canon in that Broly oh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and of course, I with everybody want both of these to be canon because I think Broly is a perfect person to be in this series because yeah. we've i mean you were talking about goku and superman earlier we keep getting kryptonians left and right i want another saiyan and he's a pure blood and saiyan at that and like dude is having serious anger issues um we'll get we'll get into the movie in a bit they are they are they are they are <laughs> we'll get in the movie in a bit um but all that to say i love it's i love dragon ball it's going through an interesting evolution right now and Whatever they put out, I'm going to keep watching, keep reading. And I I look forward to just wherever we go from here, um, even even if it's in Fortnite. I, I just got to say real quick, if I could take a moment of your time. Of course. Like, anime wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for Dragon Ball. Like, that's that's an easy enough I imagine I wouldn't be opinion. I feel like that's a majority opinion by by anybody that like is an actual anime fan yeah yeah that was around back then like period if you were around back then and you went home and turned on tsunami and watched dragon ball like then you know that there's no way we would be here without that shit oh we so we watched those tsunami promos before this and the one for dragon ball z tom the very first thing he says is he's like it's the best show like <laughs> it's the best show like it's just so it's it's just such a good fucking show man and it set it set so many bars that maybe now have been like surpassed and stuff like that but that's what setting the bar is about mm-hmm. it's like pushing everybody else it's the michael jordan and this shit, yeah it's the michael jordan of fucking anime hell yeah like maybe there's something out there that's better who fucking knows mm-hmm. you know eventually 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 there has to be mm-hmm. But it is that like icon, absolutely. Goku. I mean, it's on fucking I, everything's on fucking Fortnite now. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I I haven't seen Fortnite blow up like this in quite some time. Yeah. I won't say like ever. Yeah. Because they have like waves of that stuff. Like as an outsider watching it, like they have waves and stuff. But like. Yeah, they throw a couple Dragon Ball things in there, and that shit has spiked. At least on my Instagram, it has. I'm yep. just seeing like fucking clips all like all the time. Yeah, yeah, I've seen so many Kamehamehas, <laughs> and it's it's a lot. But I mean, yeah, 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 <laughs> stupid. And then he and then he like twerks and shit. It's weird, bro. It's weird. But yeah, I mean, Dragon Ball played a huge part for me because, like I said, I watched it when I thought it was just a cartoon and then I started understanding what anime was like 
from that you know what i mean like i still consider akira to be like my first conscious anime you know what i mean but i was watching dragon ball well before that just thinking it was like a cool cartoon Mm -hmm. that that and like ronin warriors or something like that but yeah (laughs) sailor moon for boys that's not as good (laughs) and then but um yeah man i owe so much to to goku <laughs> I should say to Toriyama, like I, I owe so much to that man. Like, oh man, there's been like whole ass friendships that I've had that are just based off both of us being Dragon Ball fans. Yeah, it's it's like it's a lot for sure, and and I love it. I love it all. I like it's always gonna hold that place in my heart for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. I think we're pretty much on the same page. We've just been gushing about this show. Um, we are going to take a quick break, and then we will have an announcement on the other side. All right, we are back to make a quick announcement. We do have an episode coming out this weekend, a gaming episode, where me, Justin, and Ernest will be getting together to discuss our thoughts on the Destiny 2 showcase, as well as some of our favorite trailers and announcements from Gamescom from this week. And then next week... Our bigger announcement, me and Ernest are starting a movie series where we're going to go through all the movies done by one specific director. And since we had a really good time with Pan's Labyrinth, we are going to be going into Del Toro's works. Um, And we will be starting with Kronos, his first film, as well as doing his second film, Devil's Backbone. That is the plan for next week's movie episode. Um, looking very, looking very much forward to it. Del Toro is one of my favorite directors. I haven't seen either of these movies in a very long time. Um, and Ernest, you said it's your first time at all, right? Never seen either one. Well, there we go. Should be exciting. Del Toro is an amazing director and it'll be fun to see where he started at and then we'll work our way towards where he is now. All right. We will take another quick break and then on the other side, we'll be going into Dragon Ball Super Superhero. All right, we are back. Before we get into it, um, we are going to be going into spoilers for the movie Dragon Ball Super Superhero. So if you don't want to be spoiled, um, I, I guess either don't listen to this, maybe come back later, or oh, that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Just come back later. Um, I do strongly recommend watching the movie if you're a Dragon Ball fan. But before we go any further into it, I'm going to throw it to you, Ernest. Ernest, what did you think of Dragon Ball Super Superhero? So, if you're attentive on it, and you're still listening, and you haven't seen it, but don't want spoilers, stick around for just a second more, because, God, dude, it's so, I love that shit. It was so good. It was so good. It was such a good time watching that junk. Like, I had to resist just elbowing the shit out of you every time something badass happened. And, or some every time that something was adorable, there's a lot of adorableness in this movie. So... Probably stop listening now if you don't want spoilers. For real this time. But uh, because the end of the movie, no, nah. <laughs> no, nah, but um, oh man, it was such a great time. Like uh, it opens up just so it's so cute. Oh my god. Okay, no wait. Actually, it opened up and I was worried for like the first for the first like two or three minutes because the animation looked really weird. It looked uh like a video game just just a video game it didn't look like a like a cg animation movie it looked just like a playstation 2 video game but then 
they get to actually i probably felt like that through the first scene like while uh the henchman is talking to the boss you know right when the car drove in and stuff and it looked like a like the simpsons movie or something (laughs) and then i was so i was a little bit worried about that but then um it cuts to pan and piccolo and and it just really picks up there. It doesn't even show anything like any like special kind of action going on, anything mm-hmm. like that. But then it's like, oh, okay, like I see them moving now. Mm-hmm. I see, I see what they're doing here. It looks really cool. I ended up loving the animation through the rest, the whole rest of the movie. I wasn't disappointed in the least. Mm-hmm. So, um, but man, that moment is just so adorable. And Pan's just the cutest thing ever like through the entire movie yeah her little her little saying cut and like just the dynamic with piccolo um so we talked about this a lot outside of the theater because me and chris stood out there for a good hour or so and just like rambled about like everything that we just said in the last hour was said probably outside of the movie theater maybe a little bit more even but um (laughs) fucking um yeah i thought this was going to be a gohan movie and how i feel is it ended up being a piccolo movie and i am not upset at all about that that motherfucker deserves it man he deserves he deserves some shine yeah yeah the real dad of that family yeah i'm surprised chi chi don't cheat man that we know but um i don't know how namekians reproduce we won't get into that though but (laughs) we uh, tune in to the next episode (laughs) after we've done some research man um but (laughs) next time (laughs) uh but uh uh, overall though overall love the movie How, how did you feel about it it's okay it's very much okay i'm just kidding now i'm right there with you it is I was very skeptical about this movie um, because though I did warm up to the animation, it does not, it is not the best animation you could obviously want from an anime movie. Of course. Um, I think the anime you get, the animation you get from like the Broly one just kind of feels a bit better. Um, just definitely highlights some of the action, but it was, well, yeah, most of it was hand drawn. So, but yeah, which I mean, that's how the series is. So, but I was with you like the opening part. I was like, Oh my God, this looks, this looks bad. <laughs> I don't think the characters ever look bad. Um, but those first surrounding shots looked pretty aw- like awful. Um, but stick with it. Cause it doesn't last long. And it's good that that drop is at the beginning. Cause the surroundings definitely have a better quality as you go forward. Yeah. 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 It's like, let's start off looking cheap and then we'll ramp it up as we keep going. Did they? Absolutely. Because at some point you forget that the animation is one of the, at least when you're watching the trailer, it's like the most glaring thing. Because um, now you've watched the movie and it's just like, it's nothing. Right. Um, so I definitely, like exactly. <laughs> and the, the animation won me over in the end. I would like it to con- to go back to being more hand-drawn, but uh, I, do n- I do not hate this. I don't think it's a negative mark towards the movie. Um, my other big concern. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go for it. 
would you be upset if they did if they just started doing super like this yes i think the majority of the fandom would be upset about that yeah i okay so well because also think about it this way anime is obviously going to have a lesser budget than in a movie yeah so it's going to be a lesser version of this Imagine a whole series of that. <laughs> um, exactly. You put the budget where it needs to be. Um, granted, okay, I say I would stick with it. I would try. Um, the most recent iteration of Berserk is just CG. Uh, much, not this quality. It's it's way down here from here. Um, and I, I love Berserk's, like, material and i'm like let's go let's watch this and i i lasted like three episodes it's really bad sometimes animation is just too bad and it's just like that's not my character <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that to be that being said this won me over they they did it very well um but uh like i was saying my other concern for the movie because something was spoiled for me this is a big spoiler just a heads up um who the main villain was going to be at the end it's cell or now that we've seen it, it's a cell. I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't know. Good for you. <laughs> I'm one of the people who my biggest issue with Resurrection of F is the fact that they bring Frieza back. <laughs> like the dude had his time. The dude had his arc. Leave him be. Um, I was so reluctant against him being in Super. Where what we got with him in Super is great. That team up. It's another just huge iconic moment from Dragon Ball. So you didn't like Resurrection at all? To say I don't like it at all, um, it might be a little harsh. I will say, at least in, in terms of what Dragon Ball content, I think it's the most forgettable. Um, the biggest things I can remember from it are Vegeta essentially causing the biggest issue. Because Frieza, Frieza was beaten, and he's just like, no, let's give him, a, let's let's give him a moment. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure there has to be like a whole time rewind thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, but the other, oh, the other thing was just um, Frieza being Golden back. Frieza. Golden Frieza. Golden Frieza. It is cool. I don't. I don't hate him having a new transformation. It's not even his it is not that's hilarious that you say that um but, uh, <laughs> i did I, well i should have <laughs> but at the same time i thought you were gonna because you obviously weren't picking up what i was saying when i was like next time before it took, it took, it took a second yeah, yeah, yeah next time on dragon ball z um i don't think it's outright bad but I do prefer Toriyama bringing in new villains, um, giving us new stuff. We could have easily had other characters other than Frieza in that tournament. Just putting it out there. But it turned, in, it turned into such a great moment. Yeah, but it could have been better. This is the part where you say how you liked it. Oh, well, okay, fair. But you know, you're, you're, you're loving it too much. Because <laughs> I don't think you understand. Imagine if somebody else was there. It's, you don't have the attachment that I do. But imagine had Oob been a thing. Oob. Get over Oob. Oob. I will never get over Oob. Um, I'm pretty sure they have some weak explanation for Boo not being there. Like he, he, yeah, yeah, but he's just like he's asleep, and that that's a thing in super in this movie as well. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's hungry. And <laughs> and you and me both watched a video earlier, being like, "Why don't you bring go tender trunks? Um, you can only bring one. That's the thing, because there's a certain number you can have on your team." And super. Yeah, We're talking about the t- world tournament of power. Android yeah, yeah, and I think both androids. Obviously, one android ended up doing pretty well because he won it. <laughs> he did pretty good. Yeah, but I think the. Dude, that was so great. It was great. Yeah. It was absolutely great. Um, I just think the bringing back Frieza and to have him in such a capacity is really stretching the whole Goku makes friends with all of his enemies. <laughs> And I get that that's that's totally a shonen thing, and it's a big thing for Dragon Ball too. Look, Vegeta was evil, Piccolo was evil, Tien started out as a bad guy. Frieza, yes, yes, Frieza is definitely still. He fought for his. um, He he wanted because he wouldn't have existed had that had that been a thing. uh, Man, imagine if. That's what worried you you about Cell. Yeah, because I at some point I if so. I had gotten over the Frieza thing being back because you're right. right. Like, it ended up pretty cool, up pretty cool. Yeah. and I I don't hate how that ended. Um, I think people need to realize the, the dude was a genocidal maniac who wiped out this Goku's whole race racist. and racist. Yeah. He he caused the, all the Saiyans monkeys. Yes, very much yeah. so. He's not a likable guy. <laughs> He's not, but and they never go out of their way to make him seem like a likable guy. Right, I'll right. I'll give him that, but. Um, to just keep having him to have him back, I thought felt it felt almost a little lazy to me. Like you could have had another character. Imagine giving that that light to somebody else. Um, but again, and that's what you wanted from the movie. Yes. So I was worried Cell was going to be coming back in normal Cell form. Like it's just going to be like, oh man, are we just gonna are we gonna get Boo back somehow? Like what? Are you, like the evil Boo? Is this just going to be a trend? But it's not, and the way they do it actually makes complete sense. It's the red 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 ribbon army, who makes the androids you see on the cover of this movie, and then they also make their own cell because I'm pretty sure the cell they fight in um in the regular series isn't from our timeline. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure he has his own time machine. He shows up here, and because they see that, they know to destroy. They go and they. They make sure that their time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I remember that clip. Um, so it makes a lot of sense that they just remake Cell, and I love, I love. So they don't give him the perfect form. No. They it's just the second form, but bigger. And I actually think the red looks really good with the green. And they actually. Uh, make his tail different yeah 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 which i think is a, a great example of like narrative story- storytelling because dr Jiro created 17 and 18 essentially to be absorbed by cell um and then you get his grandson who is like the the guy who's creating these things in this movie um albeit somewhat being manipulated by the red red ribbon army um he loves his two androids um gamma one gamma two and when he creates cell he he doesn't give them that thing they are created for their own purpose and he loves them and he even fights saying we don't need cell i created cell because you asked for it we only need these two guys that exactly exactly it's like one of the like i was telling you before like the directors will do like i'm gonna do one for the one for hollywood two for me stuff like that and it's just how you get it's it's how they leave you alone but Again, like I said, that the way that Sella was implemented in this, I think, was really good, clever, and may actually made sense to the story. And 
Uh, no, I absolutely loved it. I love this movie. You're absolutely right. It is a Piccolo movie first and foremost. Yeah. They highlight every act. Like the dude is funny. The dude is a badass. He's matured. Um, you, it's funny to say that when you see his when you see his plushie collection. <laughs> one of those plushies and the way you see because the way you see him holding his phone is like an old person not knowing how to do technology and you see him facetiming balma and it shows his facial interest (laughs) he just doesn't know what he's doing he's He's absolutely a grandpa and it's just so fucking good this movie does everything i've wanted from dragon ball since i've like become an adult it puts goku and vegeta at the sidelines they have their own fight, and I love. We just watched the trailer before this, and you see the tra- You see them fighting in the trailer. Um, they aren't able to join the fight, uh, the main fight of the main of the actual movie because they are not. They're training with Beerus on Beerus's planet, and when Bulma tries to call them, they they, they don't see that the call's coming through, and that's that's it. That's that's all the narrative. Because uh, ice cream cup. Because an ice cream cup is on top of the oh man, and the humor in this movie. Because it's, so it's 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 ridiculous it's but so hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um, but all that to say, I absolutely loved this movie. It is very good. Um, and yeah, even when you watch the trailer, Dra- Go Gohan's at the center of it. Which I think is completely fine because at some point it does shift to being like a Gohan, but with Piccolo movie. And another spoiler, you get new forms and they are both really cool. I do think Piccolo gets a little thick, (laughs) but it's it's completely fine. It's completely fine. Yeah, absolutely. He looks like an absolute beast and he one shots, (laughs) one shots uh, Gamma too. But um, with that, I, man, I loved it. So, I loved Gamma 2 so much. Like, it, as soon as that motherfucker comes on screen and he's and he's hitting... Yeah. Oh, dude. It, <laughs> so, every, every time that Gamma 2 smacks Piccolo, it does like a kapow or whatever. And then you come to find... And you think it's just the movie and then come to find out piccolo can see that stuff happening and it's like a projection behind him every time he does a move and stuff oh my god it's fucking phenomenal it's so great yeah and and for a first fight like it's it's they let you know off the bat like this is how we're gonna do fights in this movie and it shows every blow whether it lands whether it misses whether it's blocked you get to see every punch thrown it's none of the pew, 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 pew stuff that they usually do and like where it's just like blurs that you see of like kicks and punches and stuff like yeah. you are like seeing them fight and it's really well choreographed and stuff like I, I'm a big fan of those fights. And then like one thing that I was thinking throughout the movie is it's it's nice to have Dragon Ball like back on a lower level for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because for a while we were focus obviously focusing on the most powerful people, like not even just in this universe, but like in other universes, like all these type stuff, right? So you're just seeing like top, top not you're watching NBA stuff, you know. Every once like are you watching MLB stuff every once in a while? It's cool to catch a minor league game. You know what I mean? And so like seeing 
Earth's special fourth forces. That's the name I was trying to think of oh, okay. before. That's what they call themselves. Now. I was trying to remember for so long the other day. <laughs> but to see Earth's special forces, which is hard for me to say many times in, in a row. I have to say it so slow. Okay, one more time. Earth's <laughs> special forces. Yeah, I have to move my hand when I say it or else it won't work. But to see them like, you know, and it, and it's just them and it's up to them and villains like on their level and stuff like that. Or not necessarily on their level because Gohan does have to be Gohan pushed a bit. Piccolo. Yeah, uh, Piccolo just the best coach yep. of all time, bro. The, like Rocky's corner man, bro. And the way he implements yeah. Pan into everything. Oh, yeah. Um, because to go into it a little bit, Piccolo essentially helps the Red Ribbon, Red Ribbon Army kidnap Pan <laughs> <laughs> to try to stoke a flame inside of Gohan to be like, God, get off your ass, man. Um, and it works. Uh, but my favorite thing about that is he never actually leaves Pan in danger. In oh, true right. Piccolo caring fashion, right. um, either Pan's left with somebody who she can obviously handle. Um, yeah, she can handle. Exactly. She handles plenty. Yeah. Um, or he's right there with her. Right. Uh, so she's never in actually any real danger. But Gohan, because when you first see Gohan in this, he's like caught up in his studies and stuttering. We're not going into that stupid ass joke <laughs> with the super ants. The super ants. The super If you won't talk about. Uh, the super ants then i'll talk about the super ants so gohan is studying these ants because you know he's a nerd he's graduated college he has a job now and he's researching bugs and he tells piccolo that he can't pick up pan from school because he's studying these ants that can turn gold almost like a super saiyan and he proceeds to say that they're like Super Say ants. Eh? <laughs> You're so eh? Don't you don't like that? God. What like? The quiet in this room <laughs> <laughs> will be the quiet of the listeners. Um, that was the worst joke in the movie. <laughs> but it's, I will say it is, it's like the worst in like the best way. It's spot on Gohan. It is, know? absolutely. And... Ah oh, man, because Gohan, because you can see there, Gohan's yes. almost going down the same. And I think I brought it up with you, because Goku is he comes off as a bad father because he's like hyper fixated on just training and fighting, and then Gohan here is like I can't go pick up my daughter because he's hyper fixated on studying and learning. Um, it's it's just a fatherly it's trait. The opposite. Yeah, yeah, just on it's just a different topic it's for him. This is what Chi Chi wanted, man. It is what Chi Chi wanted, and look what's happening to the damn family. Um. And he doesn't even, because there's a point where Piccolo's in a disguise and Pan's able to recognize him. Since his energy, everything, Piccolo's in the same disguise as Gohan. Gohan doesn't notice. Oh, oh, tell me how you feel about how Piccolo gets Gohan's attention. When, at the window. Oh, with his little, with his little, um, scratch. little scratch on the window. It's like a little cat, man. It's precious. Ah, uh, oh, man. There's so many little like little little things in this movie that just add up to great moments. Wait, hold on. Give me give me this. I let me go back to telling you about how much I love this fucking android. <laughs> <laughs> the android. Yeah, yeah. Two man. Two is because one is cool. Mm-hmm. 
One is real cool. They're both really they're, cool. They have they're like the stereotypical hero. One's stoic. One's like over the top. Right, right. We have your like a uh, Felix hero. and Oscar yeah. type situation, right? Some of you might be too young for that. It's like Vegeta and Goku, <laughs> fine. Okay. Your okay. Stoic one and your goofy right, right, right. Exuberant. Your clean one and your neat one. Yeah. Wait, no, that's the same thing. Nope. Your dirty one yeah. and your clean one. The dirty doesn't sound good either. Just go you on. don't sound good. <laughs> so then um but he just has so much personality. Yeah. And they just like they know it's a movie. They gotta get to it quick and they do and they just throw all the fucking style at you, man. Like, so, yeah, their outfits are amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I even love the little, uh, the little sciences boy. I love oh, his, how he just, like, comes out of prison in a superhero suit but he's ready, yeah. already after throwing a grenade in that motherfucker. Yeah. And then, um, and then the whole rest of the movie, he wears that, except he wears it with a little lab coat over <laughs> it. <laughs> and it's That's great. Adorable. It's so great. All while eating so many Oreos. So many, uh, so many Oreos. I think he got paid in Oreos. I, oh, you might be. No, he, but he, he also had funding, obviously, to create the robots and whatnot. He did, I don't think yeah. he walked away with cash. When, when they were making the deal in the car. He brought up Oreos. He, uh, he was like, I'll give you $200 million as he like revealed some Oreos. Yep. And he was like, oh, that's not enough, and brought out more Oreos. <laughs> and it was too tantalizing. He couldn't get away. And then he wouldn't let Pan have one. That's his true evil moment. Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah. But, you know what? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but this, and then there's so many nods to the regular, like the actual show. Um, th- like we were bringing up earlier, there's literally a mention of like pickle. You don't know how to drive, and he kind of it gives it's a nod back to his driving. He life. never got his license. <laughs> that episode of Dragon Ball Z is hilarious. And he just wrecks the fucking the vehicle that yes. he's driving. Yeah, he can't he can't drive, he can't drive worth shit. <laughs> um, but before we get into some of my favorite uh, nuances and callbacks to the original series, um. Because they they are in the show enough to talk about Goku and Vegeta, along with, of course, I'm sure a lot of people were a little exci- a little excited, maybe a little disappointed that he wasn't in the movie more. Broly's in it as well. I think so too, because right. uh, it's not Broly's movie. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to build up to that for sure. Um, I really hope this doesn't end up just being like a side adventure, but it's. Uh, but right now, this is the movie we got, and it's it's right there, and I Call fucking it love it. Canon. I I hope so. They have to. Okay. Um, but uh, with Broly, where where, where we see um the pure blood Saiyans, Goku, Vegeta, and Broly, they are training with Beerus, and um, essentially the whole time. They they have Broly sit down they because he's trying to control his anger and he wants he is forced to watch a fight between Goku and Vegeta and they're told not to go Super Saiyan or anything not transform and not use any energy blasts to not blow up the planet so it's just hand to hand martial arts um, they fly and shit but it's it's just a good clean fight and that is that what they're doing the entire duration of the movie and. There is an after credit scene because there is a point where you just don't see Goku and Vegeta anymore because, of course, they're not part of the movie uh, or not part of the main story. 
uh, the after credit scene shows the result of the Vegeta versus Goku fight and go Vegeta got to win. Finally. It's such a, it's such a beautiful moment. Finally. I love it. It's so great. Dude. It is great. Just, the cherry on top. It's beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful, man. This is literally Toriyama just being like, here's everything y'all wanted. Um, here's Gohan living up to his, to his, to his potential. Here's Piccolo just getting some limelight. Um, and then, of course, the the Red Ribbon Army contributes in their own way. And it all just ties together so well in this nice little bow. And I, I this, this contains so much of things that I've wanted from the series that I never thought I was going to get. I, I, I accepted that Gohan wasn't going to be in the front lines, like, probably ever again. Like, he's a side character. Um, but here he is, uh, Piccolo, even more so. And here he is, literally the star of this movie. Um, and not only that, his moments with Pan are so precious. They're so good. And to bring up, talk about callbacks. Ah, man. Now I'm going to pass it to you for more of your thoughts before I go to the. What? what? You don't want to talk about the callback? Well, the, the first thing I was going to uh yeah okay so um but yeah pan is amazing and she has a couple of moments where she really shines in this motherfucker man when she shines, she yeah yeah she t- she steals the show when she's on stage for sure uh when piccolo tells her like hey we have to act like you're in trouble we need your dad to come get you and stuff like that and the act that she puts on is just so great (laughs) she realizes that she's being recorded and she picks up the little stuffed animal and it's like daddy please save me (laughs) it's fucking great dude oh man oh yes yes so gohan's being a little bitch the way he does (laughs) Like, throughout most of the movie, the majority of it. Because, I mean, and I only say a little bit, he's he's a responsible yeah. dude, you know? He's doing, he got a job, he's doing that job. Uh, he hasn't been picking up his kid from school, but, you know, sometimes those ants just require attention. <laughs> Whatever, right? But he's being a little bitch, pretty much. And then Piccolo, um, in disguise, after having taken Pan already um goes with the henchman to let gohan know that pan's been taken right and you see gohan like crush a windowsill and just power the fuck up he already has on the piccolo armor and so he just hops out that window and just and just like crushes the ground tips over his house and shit like that that's got to be expensive but he got a good job and fucking oh dude it's so great to see it's so great to see gohan mad you know because even in super like i I don't know if i saw him angry or just like even really like enthusiastic that much Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like to see to see some feeling behind that motherfucker again is great to add on to that going back to the actual series and whatnot saiyan anger moments are some of the best because oh, yeah. goku going super saiyan the first time is definitely one of them Absolutely. um my f- probably still my favorite vegeta moment is given to us in super the my balma moment and it's such a quick blitz of you think he's gonna be doing art because he's hitting beerus multiple times and he's going but i mean ultimately he's not doing anything <laughs> 
but he that he his woman was slapped by Beerus, and he's like, "What, what did you do, my Bulma?" It's so good, and that is that is pristine character development right there. He is the best. He is he is my favorite. I love that man. Yeah. Is he yours as well? Um, not my favorite, but he's the best. Okay, so who's your favorite? Uh, Gotenks. Oh, thank, I thought you were going to say Goku. I was like, we're going to delete that. No. Okay. Yeah, Gotenks is great. And I'm allowed. You are? That wasn't even a toxic argument in our own conversation. Um, as long as it's the Gotenks in this movie. There's people out there that are like, fusions don't count. Well, I mean, they're their own characters. Yeah. Technically, Piccolo is a fusion. Damn. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fusion of Kami and Piccolo. Wow. <laughs> Well, actually, so it started out as Kami, and then he split. He took the bad part out of himself, and that. See, here's that world building because right. that that's how Demon King Piccolo was yeah, born. Yeah. Oh, dude, I never realized they really switched. And then uh, later on, he had to absorb Kami back into himself. Yeah, dude, Garlic Jr. That was no. <laughs> good, good, good set of stuff, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, this, the Saiyan anger moments are great, and they do not let down in this with, uh, with Gohan. When Gohan, when you see the pan get yeah. kidnapped, and he's just immediate switch. It's nothing. He, like you said, he doesn't give, care about his house. He doesn't care about anything. He's just like, take me there. And they take a helicopter to the base, and the second he sees Pan, he doesn't wait for it to land. He doesn't do it. He immediately jumps out, Pan! And he just flies right for him, and then the fight starts. And that fight looks so cool in the rain. It is so oh, fucking beautiful. cool. So dope. The fight, like the, just the way they, like the setting of these fights are very good. Um, and I, I really appreciated those. But uh, like we were saying, Go, Go, Piccolo gets his own new transformation. Yeah. He's he's orange. I like that his antennas stand up, oh. almost like if if he had hair, he'd be standing up like for the Saiyans. And then uh, for Gohan, his transformation. Would you call that white? White hair. Silver, uh, silver white. No, yeah, it's like white. Yeah, and then he has red eyes. It's like Ultra Instinct-ish. Okay, we're not going to... He doesn't know Ultra Instinct. I wonder how it compares. I bet you there's an argument online about it. (laughs) 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 Um, But it is a very cool-looking transformation for for both of them. And the way the fight goes with Cell... Before we get to the end of that... I'm about to bring up the characters that show up yeah. to assist with the fight. Because yeah. Bulma, this whole time, Bulma's trying to get a hold of Vegeta to get Vegeta and Goku um, to the fight. And then she essentially has to wrangle up her set of heroes. She gets Trunks, Goten, who have aged, yeah, which they're, is, they're I completely teens. forgot. They're teens. Yeah. They have new outfits. Yeah. Um, Go, Goten's not a pick, uh, oh. Gohan clone anymore. Yeah, exactly. Goku clone anymore. Yeah, I was about to- um, yes, yes. he looks like he could be Yamcha's kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> if I can't have Bulma, um, Trunks look like Yamcha. Oh, that'd be that's where the problem. That would be a huge. Well, he'd be dead. Yes, Vegeta would not. <laughs> Good Dragon Ball call deck. Um, oh, dude, I just realized what a Bulma is gathering her hero, so she gets. She doesn't get young. So there's the joke about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think she knows where Tien is, to be fair. Because he tra- Tien travels and he still trains. Um, he still trains. 
like you'll see in a lot of like off shots where you don't where he's not part of the fight you'll see him like meditating with Chaozu and stuff like that okay, yeah. so he still travels he does those things is Yamcha still playing Yamcha is still doing baseball he's still living in the same city uh, <laughs> which is I just realized like there's the joke about because she gets Goten trunks and then um i even brought krillin and it's like ah yeah, yeah, but at yeah. least you were thought of yamsha didn't even cross her mind um and krillin actually matters there for a moment because krillin, krillin always matters that's true krillin we would not have our first super saiyan moment without krillin unfortunately but <laughs> but, but he's the heart absolutely absolutely and until they bring oob into the fold fully he's the strongest human Okay. Oop, Oop counts as human. He's a reincarnation. I don't know, I don't know why I'm like hating on Oob right now. There's no reason. And do you not like him because he's not white? It's just because you like him. Is it because he's not white? I, you know, now that you bring it up. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think you're liking him too much. But that's not your thing. It's not. It What's wrong with you? Yeah. Know. Yeah. We should talk about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oob is a cool character. <laughs> okay, you should do better. Um, but of course, Oop, Oop isn't really a thing um, in the super universe right now. Uh, there's an image. He does exist, but it's... And wait, so is that it? They bring Krillin, Goten, and Trunks. And Trunks. I don't think there's anybody else. Right? Gohan's already there. Piccolo's there. there. You're thinking of it as a big team because the androids end up helping. Yeah. And uh, Gamma 1 and 2 end up helping because right. they, as they were made, they stay true to the hero's path. They were supposed to be superheroes in the first place. And so. they stay, yeah, because right. they, it's pretty clear when Cell pops out, <laughs> that guy's not a good guy. So going into this, did you think that this was going to be about the great Saiyan man? Yes. I, well, I didn't think it was going to be about, I thought it was going to be more of a thing. I thought it was going to be a thing. Because it's a superhero, it's yeah. it's being promoted as a Gohan movie, um, yeah. superheroes in the title, you see even in the trailer that the two androids pose very similarly, right. an outlandish, like um, the great Saiyan man. Um, I'll say, I guess that's the only missed opportunity I saw in this. Yeah. I don't think it's a thing that's, it doesn't take away, but it would have added. So... Uh, what you were saying about Orange Piccolo. Uh, so first of all, fucking tank, right? Like he's amazing. So he pretty much like he doesn't double in size necessarily yet, but he yeah he thickens up. He gets like a little bit taller, yeah, like a like a times one point five, and then and yeah yeah and he's just like a straight up tank. And I love afterwards, um, how they were like, man, Piccolo, I really like that new form. Uh, what do you call it? And he was like, I was orange? Yeah, I would call it Orange Piccolo. <laughs> and I love how, like, they they call out that it's lame because they're like, oh, you would, right? Yep. But nobody, like, argues it, and now it's just that. It's so he's just Orange Piccolo now, Then that's that form, and we're going to keep it, you know? And that's going to be the thing. But um, this movie also does, like, one of the best cleanup jobs I've ever seen in cinema. As far as just, like, not letting there be loopholes. Because, like, there was so many times throughout this movie that you're like, wait, but what about... And then they turn right around and address that shit, like, on the spot. Like, they fucking... Piccolo asks... uh, They get three wishes. 
right? Like you were saying earlier, Earth's dragon now has three wishes, right? They power it up again so that he can unlock his potential, his untapped potential pretty much. So he untaps that shit and he was like, I only needed one wish. And then Bulma asked for some new booty buns and booty, 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 rocking everywhere. And then, and then she thinks about getting rid of the wrinkles, but then she adds like 0.2 uh, millimeters or something like that to her eyelashes. It ends up being like the tiniest fucking thing ever. Right. And then, um, and then they realize, and Chris, I know you were thinking, I I was thinking like, why the, yeah, he Chris leans over and he's like, why the fuck don't they just wish for Goku and Vegeta to be there? And Piccolo looks at her and it's like, oh shit, why didn't we just ask for (laughs) fucking Goku and Vegeta to be here? And it's great. It's great. And then his antennas just like go down in sadness and it's awesome. Another example of one of those moments, because it's just like the when they made this movie, they made sure to uh, to to cover themselves with doing their homework. Because you're talking about Go Piccolo hadn't grown that big yet, oh, yeah. so Piccolo grows to the size of Cell Max, which is very big. Um, and they bring and the way it's brought up is Gohan remembers. Isn't that how you fought? Uh, how you were before when you fought uh, Goku, or fought my dad? And oh, it's uh, Oh, it was Krillin. That's right. Krillin. Because Krillin, Krillin's in Dragon Ball. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, Krillin brings up that he's he used to be able to change his size. And it shows a little, a brief image of it for, uh, to remind you of Dragon Ball. I love Piccolo's reaction. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can do that. I can totally do that. And then he does it. And he does go to explain it doesn't make him any stronger. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just it's just going to make it more manageable so for the fight. He says it's a bluff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but then... So we have Trunks and Goten. Yeah. Do you want to do it? Okay. Yeah. So they got out of that fucking van or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and I was so hyped, bro. Real like, I want to add that even on the promotional poster for this movie, it shows them in the perfect fusion form, like in the fusion dance about to fuse. So, you know what? I didn't see that image. No. And... I didn't know they were in this movie. So, so, so coming into it, I was, you know, I'm expecting what I expect, but then they get there, they come out that van and I was like, Oh yes. Like you saw me. I sat up in my seat, man. I got straight to the edge of that motherfucker. Cause I was ready for some fusion, baby. We're going to get some go tanks in here and you know how I feel about that. And, Oh man. So they go to Fuse, and I'm, like, jumping in my fucking seat, man. Like, I'm trying not to stand up. I know there's somebody behind me, but I want to. But I want to so bad. Uh, but I wouldn't want anybody to miss out on that fusion. And um, turns out nobody got to see that fusion because they turned into the fat Gotenks. Because, yeah, Goten didn't remember. He was like, I barely even remember the dance. And then they do it, and they just barely miss each other's fingers. And it don't end well. So we get fat Gotenks. And they like... And they look, they look at themselves and they're like, oh, well, fuck it. And charge in there anyway and then just get smacked to the side. Like, right away. They, didn't, they don't even land a hit. And then when they get up, 
his ass is showing. And then his ass is showing the whole rest of the movie until they defuse. And it's awesome. (laughs) It's so great, dude. It's so great. It is. It is one. Just remembering it. It it fucking cracks me up. And then to add a little bit of spice. So at the end of the fight, fight's over. We're in the last moments of the movie. Um, They've defused. And it is part of Dragon Ball lore that once you've defused, you have to wait an hour before you're able to fuse again. But they they do it anyway. And the camera is zooming around with Pan, who's just learned how to fly, getting a close-up on every character. It is. No, it is. Um, but you know they knew what they were doing. And it shows Goten and Trunks do the fusion. And it's. And I'm pretty sure you even see their fingers touch like perfectly. And so you know they're going to fuse perfectly. But you never actually get to see the, uh, the older Gotenks. They just hold out, and I, I can't believe they did it, but I, I respect it. It takes a lot of balls, because what you may not know, Vegeta is usually the butt of a lot of jokes. I don't know if you remember the bingo dance from Battle of the Gods, where he's just trying to buy time. He gets up on a stage, and he sings bingo and does a dance. Does he have, like, glasses and a saxophone? No. You're making that up. That's a that's a fever dream. That was fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh my god. That was fairy tale. My bad. But it was it was a great gag. Um, it's and Gajil. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I I love this gag, and I don't think like the gags never distracted from like because the great part of the story, the great the great parts of the movie were still great. Um, like I like the fact that the whole I can see the sound effects thing only happened in that first fight. It doesn't yeah. happen again. Yeah. Um, so it didn't overstay its welcome. It was perfect. Um, I can't believe how much ass you see from Gotenks, but it's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just constant. It's constant. <laughs> but of course, he's not the main focus of the shot at right. all times. So yeah. you, it's it's just, it's just more than you would think you would see going into this movie. Um, but it's it's phenomenal that they went for that joke because you know so many fans are gonna be so mad. <laughs> but that being said, fans being mad, this is now the number one grossing anime film for an opening weekend. Yeah, it beat out Pokemon, the first movie. You know what movies have not beaten those that we've Slayer. seen? Demon Slayer, My Hero. My Hero. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the last one we just saw? Jujutsu Kaisen, and I'm not saying I'm not talking crap about all any of those. All, all great, all good, all really good movies. All good. Well, all good, all good movies. Okay. Uh, some great. Some great. Yeah. Um, right. The third one is all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they've kind of gone down in quality Jujutsu with each Kaisen one. Oh, dude, it was good. It was great, and it's a can't. Jujutsu Kaisen was fucking good. Um, Demon Slayer. I mean, Mugen Train was. Yeah, and the yeah. the fun thing about those is they're actually canon. And then to um, their stories. So. I actually looked it up uh-huh. now, now that you said that. Um, so from what I understand from the interwebs, um, so this isn't necessarily canon because it's not in the manga, mm-hmm. but uh, in an interview, they said that it's uh, running in a timeline parallel mm-hmm. to the manga. Mm-hmm. So this is potentially just like behind the scenes. This is it's going on. Possible. And they might integrate it into the show later. Like the transformations and stuff like that that happened here. I would really love to see that. 
and uh, and I totally hope it does. Um, because I th- I think these, especially Broly and this movie, well, if you have one, you have to have the other. Um, and it, because Broly was the first canon movie. If we're, if right. everything you just said is correct, then yes, it okay. would be the first canon movie. Well, that's what the yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's an official thing, and I think it's a lot of it's because we haven't even gotten word on when it, it, the show's coming back at all. So, can I ask you something before we? I imagine we're about to get to the end, probably. Yeah. But um, before that, uh, without giving away too much, in the manga. Um, do you see any hints from the movie? No, linked in there at all. It's not at all. So yeah, and I'm pretty sure I already told you this, so I'll just say it again. Um, where the manga's been since uh, Super Wrapped, um, Goku, it's been centered on Goku and Vegeta, and they haven't been on Earth. They've been out. Yeah, either training on Beerus's world or doing other things. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's totally possible for them to get through what they're going through in the manga and then bring in Orange Piccolo. It's very possible. I think the trickier part is going to be integrating Broly because when Broly shows up in the movie, Goku and Vegeta are on Earth. But it's not too it's not too hard to just explain them there. As we just saw, it's not too hard to explain them not there. So yeah. <laughs> whatever the fuck they want. Exactly. If they put the effort in, it can totally happen. Um, they can always say it's like instant transmission or fucking whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, they were there for a week and then they went back up to train and fucking whatever. Exactly. Um, there, uh, There's definitely ways they can do it. I, I think just like a, with a lot of what I've seen online, um, and I, I agree with it, I just, I would like there to be an official thing being like yeah here <laughs> i would because they there i don't know the reason why there's not an anime right now because we've literally gone through three arcs i believe um three whole arcs those aren't short um in the time that supers ended so i there's usually there can be a gap between a show a season ending and then letting the manga get some get some get a bit ahead yeah because you don't you don't want to be like same day um but i definitely feel like we have that already and we even have original material with the broly and this movie um i i just think we're all waiting for something concrete and i'm really hoping when toriyama comes back from the hiatus we get that so in the when we get to the end of this movie Obviously, it's a big fight between Selmax um, and then our our fighters. Um, but it does boil down to... Actually, I'm going to let you talk about one character's part of this fight before I go into the rest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... So, the majority of the battle is a team battle, mm-hmm. right? Once Selmax comes out, then um, by this time, you know, the androids and the... And the good doctor, the scientist boy. I cannot remember his name at the moment. Jiro's grandson. grandson. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mini Jiro. He, um, they all come around and realize, well, they admit that they haven't been working for the good guy. Um, The androids have the programming in them to be superheroes. And as soon as they realize, like, hey, what the fuck? Like, we don't hurt little girls or kidnap little girls and like this is obviously not the superhero side like fuck this let me hop over right so they're on the uh, side of the earth's special forces (laughs) 
and they uh <laughs> and so they hop over cell max comes out in fucking epic fashion uh it's like this big red black just energy bubble that just like destroys everything underneath them and it just looks so badass with the cg whatever the fuck animation they have going on oh man it's oh i felt so hyped in that moment and then so things aren't going so well because cell max is like cell to the max right (laughs) and fucking (laughs) and so they reveal that Cell has a weak spot. It's the top of his head, right? Which which works story wise. <laughs> and um, you know, they crack it a little bit, but he's a hard headed motherfucker. Right. So they're working on it. Um, they crack it a little bit and then they come up with a plan. And uh Gamma Two is going to pretty much just put all his power into one just he's gonna try to try to take him out in one fell swoop y'all distract him i'm gonna come from the top and i'm just gonna murder this man and um so in just glorious fashion like a fucking firework man real quick right he dives from the sky and he doesn't get the job done (laughs) he doesn't get the job done and it's yeah he does take off an arm of cells i'm pretty sure cell regenerates Oh, only if he absorbs somebody. I guess this one can't. Right. Right. Um, But, um, yeah, he takes off his arm, misses misses the head, though. Misses the head. And they still have problems from there on out. But quick RIP to my boy. Moment of silence. All right. And we're back. I'm like, do I just edit out that edit that out so there's no moment of silence? So I think because we're getting to the end of the movie and we can pretty much just go into our final thoughts. Uh, I'm just gonna add my favorite part of the finale into my final thoughts here. Exactly, because yeah. um, we've been talking about callbacks and nods to the original series. Um, Ernest put two fingers. To Ernest forehead. put two fingers to his forehead. So. <laughs> There's a point when they're planning on what to do after uh, Gamma 2's sacrifice where Piccolo is just saying he's going to essentially keep Cell busy and Gohan needs to power up the strongest attack he can, do a Kamehameha, do whatever, and just get the job done. Um, Essentially what happens is Piccolo subdues um, Cell Max by going all loopy and he stretches his arm out and wraps himself around him. Mr. Fantastic. On that. Mr. Fantastic. Um, as he's done before. And then it's just very, and it's almost shot for shot. Just like the, when Piccolo and Goku fight Raditz in the, the beginning of Dragon Ball Z and Goku is holding Raditz and Piccolo does the special beam cannon yeah. and it goes through and here, when because they kind of hype it up to be like Piccolo, I mean, Gohan's going to do the Kamehameha, just like his dad. But what does he do? He does the special beam cannon, and it tears right through his head. And it's it feels the, so right. It's the specialist beam cannon. It is the specialist beam cannon yes. that there is. And it is beautiful. And it is such a great moment. Because who, 
And it looks so cool. It does. It looks really cool. And it's just, it's like sentimental. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so much sentimental, uh, there's many sentimental aspects in this movie. And this is like the biggest one. Because even afterwards, um, Pickle is like, what is that? And he's like, oh, I've been practicing it in secret. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, it makes so much sense because his whole childhood, he was trained by Piccolo. And he did train some of Goku. And I'm not saying that there's no bond between Goku and Gohan. But there is something special between Piccolo and Gohan that my favorite thing is you're seeing it develop again between Piccolo and Pan. And right. uh, this, this, this is just the best saying grandfather there ever was. <laughs> But it is a beautiful moment at the end of that fight, and it's a beautiful victory. And I was just so happy with how it ended. There was still some. And, oh, hold on, because you talked about the sacrifice of Gamma Two. Right. The, you, there's kind of an expectation that sometimes when you see these sacrifices, they're going to get back up, or something's going to be written in that's going to fix them. He, the body of Gamma Two dissolves. And he is in gone. Like, in like fucking Avengers fashion. Avengers fashion, just complete dust. I don't feel so well exactly. <laughs> and you see him dissolve and fade away. And it's so cool that this fight had stakes. And we had a sacrifice. They did put something on the line. My like new favorite character just got fucking. Wait, Ga- Gamma 2. Oh, okay, I was like, Gamma 2 just overtook the whole series for you. Um, but Gamma 2 is great. And. Um, I do really hope we see Gamma 1 come back yeah. and continue. Uh, but just to have that sacrifice actually mean something, uh, I just really hope Toriyama takes what he learned and put in this movie, and we see more of it going forward. Final thoughts. I almost skipped out of that motherfucking theater, man. <laughs> that, that shit, it was such a fun movie. Like, you know, it's, it's something that uh, apparently we might – we we don't have to worry about like the repercussions or anything like that for a while, uh, at least like story wise. <clears throat> but just take the time out to fucking enjoy yourself, man, because it is such a fun movie. I can't say it enough. Um, they do a really good job with all the callbacks and just showing respect to all the things that led up to this. Um, the Gohan Piccolo dynamic is has always been like a, a fan favorite. Um, and definitely one of my favorite parts of the show and, uh, but it hasn't been highlighted like this, at least for a long time. If, if ever, um, yeah, never been this deep and like from that moment and so many other moments and how integrated he is in that family and stuff. Like I said, like I, I came in expecting a Gohan movie and it eventually gets to that part, but even like after the Gohan moment and stuff, it, it really feels like a Piccolo movie. And with the work that this man has put in, like as much work as Goku has put into like saving the universe or whatever the fuck it is that he's up, up there doing, you know, fighting bad guys and stuff. Piccolo has put in work with that family, man. And to see him get his flowers, it just feels really nice. Um, so yeah, great movie. I'm super happy that uh su- super I'm Dragon Ball super happy <laughs> that um it's getting the that it's showing the kind of numbers mm-hmm. that they're showing and stuff that is top selling um to have Dragon Ball be such a big part of my life and probably like the beginning of anime for me 
Still which which anime in in general has been so like influential in my life mm. like it wouldn't be like that anime wouldn't be like this if it wasn't for dragon ball mm. um and to see them like you know come back take that number one spot and stuff is it feels good it's nice yeah, yeah. All right, so with that, I think that's going to wrap us here today. We both love Dragon Ball. We can't wait to see what comes next from the series. I love it! We love it! Um, we, you can find us on Twitter at IsStorytelling, and you can email us at longform at lifeisgaming at gmail.com. Thank you, and have a good night. <laughs>